This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley. There is no ATP Tour action this week, so the WTA Tour takes centre stage. I'm delighted to say joining me, as usual every week, is at WTA Tour handicapper for Because We Win, Rory Giovanni. Rory, how are you, sir? I'm not too bad. Um, yeah, only way is up, as they say, but uh, no, good. How are you, mate? A bit tired, actually. A bit tired. We, 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 we <laughs> you had sound a, a little tired and emotional. We yeah. had a uh, a dinner party, a murder okay. mystery dinner party on on Sunday, and I'm showing my age. I'm 48 hours on. I'm still recovering from the dinner party. Again, <laughs> it's it's not it's uh, not getting any easier as you get older. Uh, but we've just had the first major of 2023. Uh, Sabalenka, uh, who won for us in Adelaide. In one of our first episodes on the WTA show, gets her first Grand Slam, and I don't know about you, but uh, I watched that tournament, saw her performance, and it looked like a really big moment in her career. Obviously, it's a big moment for anyone's career to win a first major, but I think that could be the first of many now that she's got that off her back. You know, I thought she was brilliant in that final. I think it was an excellent women's final. Uh, what do you think of the Australian Open? And, and you know, do you think that we see like a, a Sabalenka, Ribikina? Sort of due, sort of competitive, becoming the top two, and there's many, many big games between the two of them over the next few years. Yeah, possibly. Of course, Sabalenka. I think you said the woman who's cost you more money than any other. Apart, from, apart, apart, from, apart from my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think what was really interesting, like that final, as you said, she dropped the first set, which was the first set she lost in the whole tournament, and. She served five aces and five double faults in that first set. Now, in the second set, norm, you know, what we've seen over the years, especially in slams, is that when the pressure comes on her serve is the thing that falters. It was a different story here. I mean, the second set, she served seven aces, one double fault. In set three, five aces, one double fault. So that tells you that something's changed mentally for her. You know, the weak... You know, the weakness in that serve has gone now and it's become a strength. So, as you say, now she's got one slam under her belt. You know, it could be, you know, could be really bright future for her. Don't write off Rebecca in her yet either. I mean, she played really well in that final and beforehand. Yeah. Um, my pick, I mean, the, the great thing about betting is that there's always room for improvement and there's always a chance to learn from your mistakes. Um, and Jessica Pegula. I think could be one to be wary of in the future. She played really well up until playing Victoria Azarenka in the quarters. Azarenka was almost unplayable in the first set. She was amazing. She rolled back the years. And actually, the American did really well to stick with her. But in the second set, Pegula just seemed to freeze. When Azarenka's level dropped, you know, you thought Pegula might step it up and, and be able to come back. But she just froze. And she hit two winners in that second set. 
and and went out very tamely in the end with Sabalenka and Ribikina and of course Iga Sviontek around Pegula might not be the Grand Slam winner in waiting perhaps I thought maybe we all thought she was um so yeah Pegula was disappointing in that regard some of the match bets were disappointing. Had a lot of three setters, a couple of a three set tie break. I would say if you're if you're looking ahead to Wimbledon and thinking about backing Sabalenka or Rybakina, hold off until after the French Open. You wouldn't expect to see either go a long way there. Obviously, we've got you know we've got Indian Wells and Miami, and then we've got the clay court season and the French Open. You know. Sabalenka is no great shakes on clay other than at Madrid, which is a bit faster because it's altitude. Uh, Ribikina the same. So, you know, expect to see the likes of Sfiontek and Coco Goff. I mean, Sfiontek's short enough for the French Open, but, you know, expect to see them shorten for Wimbledon. Um, and then you might get a bigger price about those two, Sabalenka and Ribikina for Wimbledon. Um, actually, I should mention last week, we put up a couple of big price hopefuls for the French Open. Um they were actually win only. The market on Bet Rivers is win only rather than each way. Mm-hmm. So Leila Fernandez, I think it was $150. Martina Trevisan, $350. Uh to myself to always read the small print, but even so, they're still nice positions to be in to be able to trade during the tournament. Fernandez is actually now $66 for the French. Trevisan remains $350. And I, I still think that's worth a bet. But as you say, you know, the future, Sabalenka, Rybakina and Sviontek, I think are going to be the big three for a little while. Um, obviously, Osaka, Naomi Osaka's pregnant. Um, the likes of Serena's retired, Ashley Barty's retired, but maybe those three are going to be the future of women's tennis. If you look at the outright prices for the French Open, obviously, Sfrontek is the favourite, minus 125. I wouldn't expect Sabalenka to probably do so well in the slower conditions. But the one thing about Wimbledon, obviously, we've got to find that weather that she'll be able to compete. And that's a big factor, obviously, this year. I don't that know. That is a very one. big. So you, you, you want to be very careful about betting, betting Sabalenka. But at the, at currently, she's the second favourite. $8, $5 is Shrontek. I think the market's wrong. I think Shrontek shouldn't be the favourite for Wimbledon. I saw, you know, I think, you know, I think she may not have the same, or she will not have the same season she did last year, especially at Wimbledon. I, don't, I think she's very vulnerable. But I think the market is really heavy. If, if Sabalenka starts. Wimbledon is allowed to play. I think she'll be the tournament favourite. Yeah, I think you could be right there. Uh, between her and Rybakina, obviously, who would be the defending champion. Others to mention, Krajikova, who uh, played pretty well in the Australian Open and um, she can play on grass. And Donna Vekic, who made it to the quarterfinals. Um, I think I mentioned her last week as a possible Wimbledon bet. And I managed to get on with another bookmaker at $150. So that's a really nice position, I think, to be in. But there aren't too many players that comfortable on grass. So you'd be looking at Rybakina, Sabalenka and Pliskova, who came back to form. Carolina Pliskova, who came back to form in the Australian Open, although she did go out to Magda Lynette, who had a breakout tournament. So, um, yeah, obviously pointers for for later on in the season. But, uh, yeah, we've got a couple of WTA 250 tournaments this week. um, And then we're getting towards um, the American swing with Indian Wells and Miami. And then it's onto the clay. Yeah, uh, it's two tournaments this week. It's WTA 250. We're actually going to be into day three 
when we have this. I mean, it's been two days of action. So we've always been able to look at the conditions, look at the court speed and have some opinions. We, much, much better to have a look at the courts and see what the results are in the first couple of days rather than going in blind on the Sunday. Uh, they're not the best tournaments, are they? It's fair to say on the back of, a, on the, back of a, uh, the Australian Open, which I think the final was exceptional. We've come back to reality with a bit of a bump here. Uh, so the first one we're going to look at is in uh, in Lyon over in France. The Lyon Open, the WTA. Uh, last year it was won by Zhang uh, in Clara Towson won in 2021, a, a player that both myself and Rory really do think will have a very, very good year or good, good season, but she's had blighted by injuries. And 2022 is run by Kennings. So some big names of have done well in this tournament, but this year, not really the players of the calibre of those winners in the draw. We well, haven't got any out one. one. Is Garcia, there, there is one. Yeah, there Garcia, is Carolyn yeah. Garcia, yeah. and and she is a strong favourite. Yeah, we don't have the outrights because they're they're playing as we speak. Um, there's action going on. Um, I wasn't really sure about the court speed. I had to do a bit of digging. I was going to do some digging, and then I started watching the highlights. And and thankfully, there's a nice big green set logo <laughs> next to the tram line, so it's green set, which are, are generally medium pace, but we're indoors, so right. it's pretty quick. And and that's how it's looked. What I've watched. Short rallies seem to be the order of the day. It's definitely one for the power hitters. If you're not a power hitter, you can get involved in some long rallies, but the power hitters and the big servers are definitely going to do well here. When I looked last night, uh, obviously before today's action, Garcia was a very, very strong favourite. She was plus 250, which is plenty short enough. Linda Noskova was next best at $6. Shui Zhang, the defending champion, $8. And it was Eleven hundred, eleven dollars bar those. Now, the top half, which obviously Garcia is in as the top seed, looks a fair bit stronger. Noskova's in there as well. I looked at the bottom half and thought I'd make my pick from there. And um, in there is the young American Alicia Parks. Now she won two indoor hardcourt tournaments in this part of the world in December. Made a real breakthrough. She actually beat Maria Sakkari, um, the Greek star. Uh, in Ostrava, uh, and she beat Pliskova in that tournament as well, Karolina Pliskova. Um, but in December, she won the WDTA Challenger event in Andorra, uh, where she beat Noskova in the first round. Um, and then she beat a pretty decent field in Angers in France, beating um, Shui Zhang, the defending champion, who's shorter in the betting than her for this tournament. And she beat Marketa von Drusova, and both of them in straight sets on her way to the title. She's tall. She's a big server. I think she's 6'1", so 185 in new money. Um, she serves plenty of aces. She didn't qualify for the Australian Open, but there's a chance she could return to form here. Uh, in conditions we know she likes. Mentioned she's in the weaker half of the draw. In the top half, you got Garcia Noskova, who who outplayed Garbinia Muguruza yesterday, apart from a wobble at the start of the second. Um, I was really, really confident about Parks. She played her opener today against Julia Grabher of Austria, and she wasn't that impressive, got to be honest. Um, I'm not sure how many aces she served, but she served a fair few um, double faults, um, and she made a lot of unforced errors on the forehand side. And hopefully she'll sort that out as the tournament goes on. She was $1,111 last night. I expect she'll be a little bit shorter at the end of today, maybe about $9. Um, I'm still going to stick with her. I'm going to go with her. I'm, I'm not as confident as I was, but the bottom half of the draw does look quite weak. So um, I am going to 
back her each way. And, you know, if she gets to the final, she's beaten Noskova before, so that wouldn't be a problem. I think Garcia in the final would be pretty challenging, to be honest. But she's beaten the top 10 player before. Um, so Parks, as I say, my confidence has been dented by her performance today, but hopefully she'll improve as the week goes on. So um, Alicia Parks for Leon. Alicia Parks for Leon, around about $9 with, with, with hoping for around that. Probably might not even reacted so much on her performance today, which she wasn't at her best. But uh, that never, you look at people at the beginning, they can get better as the tournament goes on. And the other thing you've got to factor in here is a week after the major, I know Garcia's playing in her homeland, but uh, motivation from playing in, in a big tournament like the Australian Open and then coming to play in a WTA 250 event. I think she's probably going to be there because it is in France. She probably wouldn't be there if it was anywhere else. She's probably not going to be up for the challenge. So you you could get these are the kind of tournaments where you do get the favourites beat and you can get someone uh, a bit of an unknown doing well and coming through to the draw as we've seen from the list of honours. You know, Kenning was obviously a big winner, but Towson wasn't a, a big winner, and nor was Zhang last year. So. There, there are the potential having shocks here and where we feel the bot, the bottom half is definitely the place to be. And that's where you'll find uh, the Young American Parks, who's our pick in uh, in Leon. There is a selection of for, uh, these first round matches or second round matches, Roy? These the, the second round matches, aren't they? Are they? They're second round yep. matches. So we've yes. got some second round matches, which will be in action on Wednesday. So check the Bet Rivers website for the timings. A lot of these timings haven't been confirmed yet, so check the Bet Rivers website. But these games are on, on Wednesday, and there's a few games you would like to talk about. So if you could uh, take us away some of these matches here and give us your thoughts on and the best angles of attack, what you like here. Yeah, I'm quite keen on the opener here. Um, Camilo Osorio. Uh, up against Jules Niemeyer. And it's interesting because Niemeyer, we've seen twice against Iga Sviontek now at the US Open and, and in the Australian Open, that she's she's talented. She she hits the ball very well. And um, I think Osorio might give her some trouble here. Um, Osorio gets a lots of lots of balls back. She plays the pressure points really well. Um, she's got a good drop shot, which she employed to good effect in the first round um, to surprise Elise Cornet. Um, and she'll have Niemeyer on the run. Um, she's perhaps a clay specialist, but she has reached two WTA finals on hard courts. Um, and I think she could spring something of a surprise here at, at plus 125. Uh, the second match on there mentioned Noskova, the second favourite for the tournament, um, brushed aside Garbinia Mukarutha. I mean, that was she played really, really well in the first set. I think six one six four in the end. Uh, Mukarutha, I think, was three love up in the second set, and uh, Noskova came roaring back. Um, she was runner up at Adelaide one, of course, uh, losing in the final to Sabalenka. Um, Sheriff, she's a good player, but Clay is definitely her surface. And I think with the speed of these courts, I think Noskova is going to blow her away somewhat. Uh, the standard handicap for this one is, is uh, Noskova minus five and a half games. That's she's available on that market at minus 117. But I'm, I'm going to go go a bit bigger. I'm going to go for Noskova minus six and a half games uh, at plus 160. So. Those are my two bets. We'll look at the other two matches on there. Uh, Alison Van Utvang against Tamara Korpach. Van Utvang, a very heavy favourite. She's she's good on quick surfaces. She's shown that before. Uh, and she should win pretty comfortably. And interesting last match, Rebecca Masarova 
from Spain who reached the final in Auckland uh, at the start of the season where she lost in the finals to Coco Goff. She's up against Jasmine Paolini of Italy. Um, Paolini actually won their only previous meeting in October. That was also on hard courts. But Masarova, she's in form. She should be favourite, but it's not a match I think I particularly want to get involved with. So just two bets from Rory there. Osaria at plus 125 uh, and Noskova on the handicap to shoot the sheriff down, minus six and a half. <laughs> uh, I had to get that one. I'll be Very waiting, good, I'll, I'll Nigel. I've been waiting, waiting to get that one in since you were speaking. Uh, so there's a heavy handicap favourite. We're going Noskova a little bit higher than the, the five and a half, which is general uh, with Bet Rivers. We're going for the one, one uh, higher game, minus six and a half, to get us a plus 160. So they're the two picks for Wednesday's action in France. We've also got a tournament in Thailand. And bear in mind, this game, these matches will start very, very early American time. So there'll be early hours of Wednesday morning. Again, please check the Bet Rivers website because we will have to look on them. But before we go on to the matches, uh, what do you think of the tournament so far in Thailand? I mean, the winner last time it was played in 2020 uh, with Lynette won the tournament, the, the, the young girl who made the semifinals at the Australian Open, and uh, Yastromenka uh, won it in 2019, who I actually just bet in play uh, in, in, her, in her first round match, and she comes. come She made heavy, one... hard work of it, didn't she? Yeah, I, I bet her after the second set. I bet her after the second set, and she, uh, she, 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 she just finally got the job done. But uh, So she, she won it in 2019. Uh, Svetlina also as well has won it, so two Ukrainian winners of it uh, in this tournament in the last four or five years. So uh, what are your thoughts on this, and what sort of, what sort of angles have we got what's the conditions like which which sort of player does it suit and uh, give us your thoughts on the outright before we look at the matches yeah I have to do a bit of research for the for the court speed uh the event is taking place at the true arena hua huin hua huin I might get that right for the end of the week um on, on their website yeah on the on the website they actually advertise they have 11 plexicushion prestige courts uh, plus a center court inspired by rod laver arena designed to hold the greatest games in the region so um apart from all the highfalutin plexicushion prestige medium fast side of medium it's um it's a it's a pretty good surface that said the thing to watch on the surface it's it's fast medium, but it also has a bit of a lower bounce than some of the others. Um, so it almost plays a little bit like a grass court. You'll see a lot of slices work quite well, and you'll see a lot of players having to, to get down to hit the ball. I saw some of that today in some of the action. When I looked at the odds um, last night, well, before play began today, uh, Bianca Andrescu was a, a short favourite at plus 350. She late wild card and she's the highest ranked player in the field. So she's the top seed. Um, I have to say that I prefer the chance of Linda Fruvertova, um, the 17 year old Czech. Who, You're who very showed... keen on this girl, Rory. I've, I've, I've noticed she... She, she could become the new conservate. I think this, 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 this year. steady. Um, no, yeah, but, but she you, looked. You are, you, you're very keen on this girl. You actually highlighted her for a couple of matches in, in the early part of, in the the warm up towards the Australian Open. Uh, what what what's it that's impressed you about? I mean, a lot of people who are watching this wouldn't know anything about this girl, you know. But what she got her sisters on tour as well. What can yep, you tell us about? Sister, what, what, what do you like? Brenda, the look of her? She's just got seems to have a really good all round game. Um, serve could probably do with some improvement but she's got great mobility 
She hits the ball hard off both wings. She just seems, for a 17-year-old, she seems to have an incredibly complete game. And she gave, I think she reached round four in, in Melbourne, and she gave Donna Vekic a tough time. Um, she lost the first set quickly, but but won the second fairly comfortably before going down in three. Um, she's already won a WTA tournament. She won in Chennai last year. Um, yeah, I, I backed her to beat Emma Raducanu uh, in Auckland mm. first week of the season, and, and she went down in three sets. Um, what I do like about her chances here um, is that she's in the bottom half, the weaker half of the draw. Uh, the top half has Andrescu, Anna Kalinskaya, Marta Kostiuk, who are all very prominent in the betting. But for me, from a betting perspective, Frivertiva at plus 400, she was last night. She'd probably be shorter now. Um, not all that keen at that price. Um, Kostiuk was plus 550. Uh, Lin Zhu, who had a good run in Melbourne, she was plus 600. Kalinskaya was plus 800. Obviously, there's been action since then, so those prices will have changed. Kostiuk was really pushed, surprisingly so, by Taiwan's world number 364, Enshuo Liang, um, who won the first set on a tiebreak. And, and Kostiuk, who I've watched for a few years, I actually commentated on the Junior Masters a few years ago, and um, she won that. Um, she was very impressive. She looked like a star in the making. She does have a, a, a bit of a temperament issue and she, she got really down on herself in this match and she pulled herself together. She won the third set, six love. So, you know, she gave herself a bit of a talking to and it worked, but she wasn't convincing at all. Yulia Putinseva was plus $1,100, $11. She went out in the first round to Heather Watson, um, who wouldn't be without a chance in this sort of tournament, but I'm not sure she hits the ball hard enough to be really competitive. Um, also in the bottom half, we've got Tamara Zidanzek, who, who gave Ons Jabeur a bit of a scare in the Australian Open before collapsing in the final set. So Frivertova would probably be my most, most likely winner. Um, Andrescu, I think she's just got through, actually, against Harriet Dart. Yeah, she has in straight sets. Um, no outright odds just yet. We're still updating those. But um, Frivertova, my most likely winner, but not at the price. I'm actually going to go to the stronger top half for my bet and and someone who's I think becoming a bit of a familiar name on this podcast is I, I'm almost mentioning her as many times as Annette Contivate and that's Germany's Tatiana Maria first there's a there's an almost a mathematical argument so Maria reached the semi-finals last year at Wimbledon but re received zero ranking points obviously because of the, the ban on on Russian and, and Belarusian players she's ranked 63 in the world the highest ranked player here is Andrescu at 42 if Maria had received the ranking points she would have done, she should have done for Wimbledon, she'd probably be the top ranked player in the field. So, you know, there's one argument before you even look at the conditions or anything. The surface, as I've said, it plays a bit like a grass court. Maria plays a really good slice shot, which could be very useful here. She is very adaptable. She won last year on very slow clay in Bogota. She does have quite a big serve. She can change up her game. Um, she's not getting any younger, but, you know, she she seems to just love being on the tour. She's on tour with her husband and two children. She went to Pune in India last week for an ITF uh, 40K tournament and won it without dropping a set. So, you know, she's she's in a bit of form. She doesn't seem to have much pressure on her. She just seems to be enjoying herself. 
And you know, maybe because of that Wimbledon points issue, the ranking points issue, she always seems to be a big price. She was $30 last night for this tournament. Um, let's say she's $25 now because she, she won her first round match in straight sets. I think at $25, I think she's a cracking each way play. Um, in a field that you know, really isn't the strongest. I mean, Andrescu has been very in and out almost pretty much ever since she won that US Open. Um, she's had a lot of trouble with injuries. Um, she didn't go very far in Melbourne. And I think Maria, I think she'll give you a run for your money at $25, especially with the draw she's got. I think that's a great point you made there with the uh, the seeding without getting the points from Wimbledon. You know, should we be the number one seed and you're getting what? almost 10 times the price of the tournament favourite. Yeah. I mean, we've is... seen with Rebecca, you know, there, you know, it wasn't like, you know, a mug won it. You know, she's backed that up by reaching yeah. a final in Australian Open, you know. The quality, you know, the, the semi-finals, is it on beat Maria in the semi-finals. So, you know, you, you never get a bad slam winners. You never get bad slam semi-finalist finalists. You know, they're, they're good players. And, and Maria, you know, I'm sure this won't be the last time I back her this season. As I say, she always seems to be a price. And, you know, she just needs to win once and we're up. So, you know, this this might be the one because it's a weak field. I think the conditions will suit her. I mean, she 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 plays pretty well in, in most conditions. And, um, yeah, I think she's definitely one, one to back here. It certainly sounds funny for me. One thing I'm going to do after this is I'm going to bet this, Maria, I like, I like that bet play a lot. I think the, the I think the two favourites here are the big fades in both tournaments for me. Garcia there for uh, you know the, the sponsors and practice being in in France. I mean she should you know on her form she should win it, but after what she would have probably feel to be a disappointing Australian Open, I think she's a fade, and I think here Andrescu is a fade coming in last minute as a wild card and being installed as a plus three dollar favourite at a tournament like this an eight a WTA two fifty event a week after a major. Not for me, not for me. No. These these are the tournaments where you get these favourites beat and these two angles there of attack that Rory is giving you, which, you know, the argument is brilliant. I mean, the fact that the points and, and, and the conditions, it makes it makes great sense. But uh, obviously we need everything to go for us, a little favour, but uh, I'd much... We need something to go for us. Yeah, anything, sure. anything for us. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather take Maria at those kind of prices than take the favourites. You know, you, if you're betting the favourites in these tournaments... In a WTA 250 a week after major, you may win. You might you may get the winner this week, but if you do it long term, you'll end up losing money. There's no doubt about it. These are the tournaments where you want to fade the favourites. Uh, there are some matches, as I said, in Thailand. Now, these small matches will start very, very early on Wednesday. So the order of play isn't out yet. So please check the Bet Rivers website uh, uh, when Rory gives you his selections to see what time they start. But bear in mind, it's an early start. So set your alarm clock. Uh, make sure you get the bets on nice and early. Uh, there's four games we are going to talk about here. Uh, over to you, Mr. Roger Armony. Yeah, um, no real strong opinions in, in any of these, to be honest. I mean, first one, Lin Zhu, good run in Melbourne, going out to Azarenka in the last 16. She should be too strong here, although she did drop the first set of her opener against fellow Chinese Shishu uh, Wang. And the Korean did spring a surprise she beat Britain's Katie Bolter in the first round so that might be closer than the odds suggest um second match in Yu Wang against Miriam Bjorklund Wang had a good win over Van Utvank Alison Van Utvank in Hobart earlier this month and, and she's the rightful favorite here uh Linda Frivertova against her fellow Czech Tamara Zidanzek 
for Vertova should win this, um, but can I say can I, be... I've got? A, I think that's a very, very, very big price on, on Sedansis. Yeah, I mean, you could be that, right. That I think I think Vertova is a definitely a young talent coming through. You know, you're, you you've you've said this year you think she's going to have a big breakthrough year. I think there's a lot of tennis experts who are talking this girl up and and her sister up with like potential superstars. And the market, it looks to me, that looks to me a price that's, however good she's going to be and however good she can go on to win it, Zidancic is no mug whatsoever. She's a no. top performer. And in, in a tournament like this, you know, this this time last year, she'd be probably the top, not far off the tournament favourite. I think that's very, very, very low for Verta. She could win, but if you can give me a Zidancic plus three and a half games or something like that, I would, I'd like to take that. Or the overs. Rather than get with a minus two forty, that does seem very, very, very low price on Verto at minus two forty. Yeah, it, it's you. I, I, I was just concerned by the way Jabir lost um, Zidanezek lost against Jabir because she played really well for the first two sets. You know, the first set went to a tie break, perhaps a bit unlucky to lose that. She won the second, and then she just fell apart in the third, and I just. Couldn't I, I thought when she won the second set, I thought she'd go on and, and beat Shabba. Um, she was playing really, really well, but the way she fell apart in that third set just just made me just just made me ask a few questions. But I mean, a, a very different scenario here. She's the underdog. Well, she's the underdog again, but you know, she's not up against the world number three or, or world number mm. two. She, she's up against an up and coming compatriot. Um, so yeah, it could be. Could be an upset here. I mean, it's not um, something I'd probably want to look into a bit more. But yeah, on on, on I, I like what you're saying. I like the argument. Um, Traverta, she is just 17. I mean, she's she's not the finished article, and Zidanezek's been there and done that a little while um, for a bit. Last match there, Han Nale, um Korean up against Heather Watson. Um, Heather Watson's always a bit well to me. Heather Watson odds on is usually a bit short, but she did play well against Putin Saver. Um, I think she'd struggle against a, a really hard hitter, Watson. Um, but she has won WTA tour events at this level before. Um, she's a favourite. I, I can see why she's a favourite. Um, I, I wouldn't like to oppose her, but it's definitely one that... It could be worth a betting play if if you're watching that. It could be could be worth playing that because Watson can she can just go in and out of matches. I mean, against Putin Saver, she came back really well, but she was almost allowed to dictate. Um, you know, Putin Saver's not the hardest hitter of the ball, and if um, if Han is hitting the ball, if she's striking the ball well, then uh, Watson could be in a bit of trouble. Yep. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask you a question: How do you think that the players, sort of the, the Asian players, have fared in these tournaments? Because usually that was the one of the big things to. I always told when I started betting on women's tennis to always follow the Asian players in Asia. They're big homies. What, what, do, you, what do you what do you think on that kind of? Strategy? Yeah, I don't think it's so strong these days. Simply because I mean, you go back a few years, and not many players would make the trip because there were always, you know, mm. for instance, there's a, there's a tournament in Lyon at the moment, so you know, you'd expect most of the European players to be there. But you know, obviously, there are some players who have made the trip you know, from Europe to Thailand, so it's not quite as as strong as it used to be. But it used to be these sort of tournaments were dominated. You know, most of the field were Asian players, so 
it would be well worth backing one and, and picking one. And um, I think this time, I think you'd be, I think you'd struggle to see. I mean, who's the best priced Asian player? I think it'd be Lin Zhu in in Thailand, um, who you know shouldn't really beat the market leaders in Andrescu and Fruverteva. Although you never know. I, I mean, Lin Zhu, she she dropped the first set of her opener um, against a good left hander, fellow Chinese, but um, she came out very well and won the third six love. Um, you know, it's all about, you know, who's playing well on the day. And yeah, with the Asian players, I don't think that that bias, bias is probably the wrong word, but that, that sort of advantage that there used to be, I don't think it's there anymore. The, the WTA is so international. Mm. And um, and I think a lot of the players from Europe and, and the Americas are well used now to, to traveling to Asia for tournaments. Mm. So there you have it. You've got a couple of picks, some big price picks on the tournament winner in both France and Thailand, and some very nice match bets as well. Roy, just want to give us a quick run through on your picks on both tournaments, if you could. Yep. So uh, in Lyon, I've gone for Alicia Parks each way. Um, I think probably get around $9 after her first round win today. Uh, the match bets, uh, Camila Osorio, Maria Camilo Osorio at plus 125 against Jules Niemeyer. Uh, and Linda Noshkova, I'm backing on the handicap of minus six and a half games at plus 160 against Maya Sheriff. That's also in Leon. And moving on to Hua Hin in Thailand, uh, my pick there is Tatiana Marie outright. Uh, I think you'll get around $25, and that's another each way outright bet. And some lovely picks there, some nice prices and everything for you covered. As I said, there is no uh, ATP tour events this week on Game Bet Match, no tournaments this week. So a week off for Sean Calvert. Uh, but we'll be back tomorrow with myself and James Blake looking back on the Australian Open, looking ahead uh, to the tournaments in the big couple of weeks. And look at the Team USA, some of the USA boys and that. The young girls had a brilliant tournament and look in the state of te- uh, the American tennis. Uh, you can obviously please uh, keep downloading our podcast, whichever podcast provider you prefer and your preferred podcast provider. And also you can follow us on our YouTube channel at the Bet Rivers Network and give us a follow on Twitter at Because We Win, where all the great handicappers on our channel share their thoughts, uh, share their content and uh, give some pictures some you know, Rory might give you some in play picks as well. If something that's on there, uh, Rory, have a great week. Um, you too, the, as Yaz says, the only way is up, and we will uh, <laughs> we will be okay. Don't worry about that. It's all about the long term rather than the short term. Uh, if you've followed the Rory's bets, I tell you what, I've never seen luck like it. I mean, out of 10 bets I think we've had on the, on the women's matches, I'd say eight of or nine of them have gone to a final set and it just hasn't gone our way on certain big points. But that will change because we're betting things at plus $2, plus $2.50, plus $3.50. And, uh, you know, we've even got some outright picks here at plus 3300 So don't worry about that. The luck will turn. Uh, have a great week, my friend, and I'll speak to you next week. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks for downloading and take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.